This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to our lightning bets in just a bit, which I assume a lightning bet would include buying an AirTag. But until we get to that, uh, Joe, do we care about the new fair catch rule in the NFL? Now, this is a trial period. It's just going to last one year. But uh, – This upcoming NFL season, a receiving team that calls for a fair catch inside the 25-yard line will get the ball at the 25 to start the drive. A lot of special teams coaches are very much against this, but in terms of player safety, you know, a lot of injuries happen on special teams. Uh, It will certainly help that cause. And, you know, is the kickoff going to go away in the NFL? I don't think so. I mean, in terms of like what the XFL did in terms of, uh, you know, having both teams lined up real close to each other, I think there are things you can do that maintain a kickoff of some kind in the NFL. Uh, So I don't know how long this rule is going to last, but it it is something where, especially in this betting landscape, when you want to have kickoff return prop bets available, I don't think this is going to last very long. Every year, it feels like we're getting closer and closer to eliminating the kickoff. And of course, special teams coaches are against it because you know what? What's going to be down the road? What's going to be the need for a special teams coordinator? Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, the for player safety, yes, we keep uh, inching towards that. But the, the league is also aware that there will be a ton of ridiculous fake outrage over this. If they if we were to get to that point, I don't know that we'll see it, but they're going to do everything around the edges to try and make sure it's it's not a dangerous play. And I mean, really, in the end, what what is the benefit of keeping the kickoff in the game? I mean, how many game changing moments do you have compared to many years ago with all the uh, new rules that have been implemented, Aaron? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't really, I don't really care one way or the other about it. Would you care if they got rid of kickoffs? Or if, like, after a touchdown? Okay, you you start here. Would that bother you? I would care. Everything back? What if everything was treated like a touchback? Would that, would you care then? Because I think that's the way they're trending at some point. Wow. That's a good point. I'd have to think I, I about mean, that and what the game would look like, you know? Yeah, I'm looking I mean, at a sham. Like... Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I'm looking at uh, Sam Schwartzstein's uh, Twitter feed uh, because he, he was sort of instrumental in getting the XFL, the new XFL, off the ground. And basically you have your offensive and defensive 
teams, for the most part, lined up five yards across from each other, kick it over the pile to the kick returner. So that way there's no running start, uh, but you yeah. still have a kickoff return of some kind. I don't see why we can't implement that. That would be great. You maintain the kickoff return, uh, but it's also low impact, fewer injuries. I think we do need the kickoff in football. I think it's an integral part of the game, but there are ways to tweak it to where it's you're not going to have the injuries that you once did. Where do they kick it off from? You know? Oh, geez. <laughs> I'd imagine it's like around the 30, right? So instead of mm -hmm. the other the other side of the field, since you're not having that running start, so they're fairly just five yards apart, right? Yeah, you're you're kicking off from the thirty. You've got uh, the the defense the defense lined up at the at their own thirty five. So you're kicking okay. off from the thirty. Defense is lined up at the thirty five. So you're kicking it over everybody essentially. Okay. So okay. I mean, we we basically we we basically abolish the onside kick for the most part. Although, I mean, there are yeah. ways to kind of tweak that as well and, and say, hey, we're going to try an onside kick here. So I mean, it's not going to be perfect, but we want to minimize injuries and still maintain it. So I think that works. I was just going to say someone like Devin Hester, yeah. like doesn't have a career. Ryan Mitchell. Pretty much, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. What's, that's what it's going to look like down the road. Right. And, and then the other Hester. part, like, right. Something similar, like the rugby throw in thing they do where they lift the guy up mm -hmm. and it's like thrown up here and then toss it back to the fly half. And they, I mean, it's again, less, less of a running start is the basic right solution i guess yeah yeah and i i think there are ways to do this and, and make it work so it'd be good to see uh something like that be implemented so as far as my lightning bets are concerned kind of a light card for me since uh we have no basketball uh dodgers braves over nine and a half uh there are going to be a lot of overs uh, as, as sean zarillo was talking about and definitely i want one where you've got two hot offenses and so you know especially in the outdoor climate in atlanta over nine and a half looks good to me uh, in golf, Jordan Spieth, top 10 finish at plus 138. He does so well at Colonial. I know the wrist injury is a concern, but his course history is outstanding. And at plus 138, I love the plus money there. And then uh, on the ice, Matthew Kachuk under three and a half shots on goal at minus 165. It's possible Carolina could get a massive win here and at least extend the series. Uh, but if Florida does complete the sweep, it's probably going to be the supporting cast who are getting a lot of shots on goal. So under three and a half for Chacho. All right. Uh, I'll start with baseball. I'm going with the dog on the money line. And uh, we're going to go with the Washington Nationals. You can find them plus 140. Nats offense, surprisingly terrific against left-handed pitching. That's who they're going to face today in Weathers. Uh, fifth in average, fourth in on base, sixth OPS, seventh way to run plus got him in survivor so let's go nats and then in golf a few outrights for you charles schwab sunjay m 20 to 1 cam davis 40 to 1 davis riley 125 to 1 you want to hear the full breakdown check out our charles schwab uh segment and we talked a lot about what is really important when it comes to this course and um, the difficulty in handicapping isn't uh isn't all that challenging there are a few times a year where it's pretty simple the formula, and that's the case here with Charles Schwab. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I'll start with Charles Schwab as well. Justin Rose, 28-1. to He's coming off a great week. He's had four top 10 finishes this season and a win at Pebble Beach. We're also talking about iron play being crucial at Colonial. He excels in that area. So I like Justin Rose as an outright 28-1. to This was just more persuaded me because of the number. Heat money line plus 260. I bet it earlier in the show at BetMGM. It went down to 240 at some point in the last couple hours since we started talking about it. But I still like it. I mean, I I give the Heat the advantage here with the coaching matchup. We already know the Celtics have lost both game fives at home. So hopefully that trend continues and Heat wrap things up tomorrow night. Paul? All right. I will stick to golf. Yeah, stick to golf. Look, oh, no, sorry. I do have one bet that uh, Sean Zarello also mentioned that I like. Confirmation bias, always a good thing, especially coming from someone like Sean. The Reds on the money line. Um, just mm. at, at a good price, I was surprised with this much of a dog, so I'll be playing them at plus 138. And then golf. So a couple guys we talked about, Sung JM, I'll be on. Emiliano Grio, I love that play. He's 90 to 1. He's got really good course history here. Um, he's also first round leader, plus 6,500. Uh, and then top 20, plus 330. He's got two top 10s here, four top 25s. And then, so one guy we did not mention uh, that we were talking about in a break, started seeing him pop up all over golf betting Twitter, and then dug a little deeper off of that. Tommy Fleetwood. At 40 to 1, a lot of talk out there that this will be his win. Uh, 33rd at the Masters, T18 at the PGA, two top fives this year, T15 at RBC, top 27 at the Players, ninth strokes gain, T to green, 26th in the approach, fourth round the green. So at 40 to 1, I'll take a flyer on Fleetwood. And I do, I did have Davis Riley uh, written down as a bomb as well. Love the Spieth play. He's an automatic top 10 here, also. Yeah. You know, plus money, you can't beat that. Supper. Did you see the Morikawa Spieth uh, matchup? That was interesting since Morikawa is so good with his irons. Mm-hmm. Spieth has the course history, it, though. But... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. It had to be something tough. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I'm not going to overthink it. I know we talked about it. I'm going to go Galen and the Diamondbacks on the money line against the Phillies team that's 3-7 and seven in their last 10. I'm just going to blindly take that. I'm also going to go Guardians-White Sox, first five under four. Two bad offenses. Kopech had an awesome start, maybe turned a corner in his last start. Eight shutout. And Quantrill's been solid, a 2.77 ERA this month, so like that for him. It's Joe Ryan Day. Happy to all who celebrate. To get a win is plus 125. He's gone at least six innings in every start. And against the Giants team that strikes out second most in baseball. I'm also going to take a shot for Joe Ryan, 10 plus Ks at plus 560. Like I said, Giants second highest strikeout rate in baseball. Ryan has three 10K performances already this year, and he had nine in his last 
last start. I'm also going to take the Orioles and Tyler Wells on the money line as dogs against the Yankees. Nestor Cortez has not been good this year, and the Orioles are a top eight offense against lefties. I still want to fade Tony Gonsolin. He hasn't gotten past the fifth inning in any start this year. It's the Braves at home. I'll take them on the money line. Over nine and a half, Red Sox Angels just fading two bad pitchers. Paxton's been fine, but I still don't think he's very good. And our just for funsies home run play of the day, back to the Mariners, Jared Kelenic. There's a six to one out there. While the Chuck serves up a ton of homers like that. And then real quick, I want to say something about AL Rookie of the Year. I think it's time. Gunnar Henderson's 35 to one. I think he's turning a corner. He hit a homer yesterday. I think he has bad numbers right now because he has not been aggressive all year. He's been super passive, taking a ton of walks, but he's starting to swing way more. His swing percentages outside the zone, inside the zone contact rates have all gone up. And Yoshida is being priced like he's Ronald Acuna, and he's just not. Like He might win. I could be an idiot, and I might just be wrong, but Yoshida has this massive lead. Over the last two weeks, he's slashing 279, 340, Hasn't hit a homer in three weeks. I think he's vulnerable. I think Gunnar Henderson, the guy who was the favorite at the start of the year, there's an opportunity here at 35 to 1. I think I'm going to jump in. And Josh Young, too, at 18 to 1. The dude has three straight games with a homer. He's slashing 333, 385, 542 over the last two weeks. He was like 7 to 1 two weeks ago. This is an insane price. So it's time. I'm jumping in and going to try and beat Yoshida with Young and Henderson at big numbers. You bring up a really good point because Adley Rutschman, he wasn't even in the bigs as of this point last year, right? And then all of a sudden he finishes, yeah. So it's a market that like, it's way too volatile where if you're getting 35 to one, if you got, you know, good takes there. I love it. Last thing too, Yoshida is outside the top 10 among rookies in war, AL rookies. Yeah, but his offensive offensive war is crazy high. It's 5-5. I didn't know. We can do yeah. more tomorrow, I yeah. guess, but I just think there's a shot. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody. Hey, it's Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL Daily, 9 to noon Eastern, presented by BetMGM. Download the free Odyssey app and search BetQL to beat the books. The BetQL Network.